AKK. Hey, hey. hey, ladies. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday, how are y'all? Hello, hello. How are you? What is up? What's popping? Girl, everything. everything. It's the Glow Report. It's Wednesday. W-I-N-S-Day. On Wednesdays, we wear diamonds. And so we are here with another episode of the Hustle and Shine podcast. I know y'all see a new face. Y'all see a familiar face. Y'all see somebody that be popping in them comments, having us all dying laughing. We're going to introduce her in one sec. But real quick, of course, I am Queen Penn. It's your girl, Mel V, the MV Pen. I'm the one true Phoenix. Hi, everybody. It's Maverick Mama. How y'all doing? What's up, King? So we have to do all night. Other than the Maverick Mama, a.k.a. Kiara J, as we know, um, joining us on the Hustle and Shine podcast. Look, y'all, I was in New York and got sick. I got the cooties. When I was in New York. Don't be blaming New York. New York. That rain on Saturday, on my last day there, was like, get the hell out rain. It was like, you got to go. Don't live here no more rain. It was like, bye. Please don't it just stopped raining yesterday, like this morning. Yeah, so it was bad. Like, don't, it don't was, it was in Seattle here. Like it was horrible. Yeah, listen, don't bad. say the word rain around me, okay? That's it, it, like please, like it literally, like literally every day. I'm like, I'm over it. Like when is hurricane season over? Oh, I think it's just starting, right? Didn't it just start no. in August? We like in the middle of it. No, hurricane season is June 1st to November 30th. Oh, we're more August to November here in Georgia. So I guess I'll zip it mm-hmm. and not complain. My fault. But look, real quick, y'all. We're going to jump in because we've received feedback that we need to jump in and y'all want to hear these topics. And so, of course... Y'all know I'm supposed to be playing host and engineer and never good at both. Like, let's just keep it a stack. The team is still learning how to run her own show, right? We're going to get good at it one day, one day. Welcome <laughs> to Hustle and Shine. Get that banner out the way. It's time for the Sip and Shine. <laughs> it's time for the Sip and Shine. Listen, y'all know I got no sense. So real quick, I want to, um, I want to Sip and Shine to uh, Chantel George, the founder of Sisters in Sales, summit conference dope vibe distributor i was there for uh the second year in a row and godly she just gets better every single year and what i love is like she's so humble you saw her one time the entire conference she spoke one time the entire conference because she let so many other women shine and Mm -hmm. so many other women have the forefront and the seat and the panel and the keynote spot and the awards, like she is just the epitome of like, I see you sis, I celebrate you sis, I support you sis. And so we just wanna sip and shine to you for six years of excellence running the Sis Summit. Um, I network with so many dope black women, women in sales, tech sales, any type of sales. And it was just an amazing experience in New York. That's okay, Key. I'll lift mine again for you. Bow, double to I'm gonna find a picture of a cup. Let me find a picture of a cup right now. Not gonna give you a red solo. Get your red solo cup, girl. Yeah. Not a picture of a cup. Like they need to be fired. <laughs> she- not a picture of a cup. Yeah, get your get your, your red solo cup. Honey. This is not, if this is not for all of my watchers, if this is not a small inkling of what tonight's show is gonna be like. Here we go, Mike. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna get a glass. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right, listen, we gonna we gonna no, I'm done. <laughs> 
<laughs> clink, shoe. I'm gonna be in it. Listen, we could have her acting up in the comments and the people not get a face to go with the antics. Like here she is in all her glory. Listen, we had we had to listen, give her a listen. Listen. If they was at the diamond standard ATL, they would have got all of it. Y'all see I'm going gray, right? Y'all see all the gray hair. My little crown is coming in. Okay, so that don't mean nothing though. The ground just mean the, the gray just mean that your cousin can't apply for this position no more, but your uncle can. Okay. okay. That's all that means. That's all that means. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Reggie. Uncle Rufus. Uncle Raekwon, because Raekwon was a popular name in the 80s. Uncle Raekwon, just not your cousin. I don't, I don't, <laughs> Listen, if Uncle Rufus look like some of these golden, whatever, these silver foxes, true, true, true. I, mean, I am a married woman. I am a married woman. <laughs> No, no, real, real true story. Do y'all know the wolf, the wolf pack on uh, Instagram? No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I mm -hmm. said, God, you be showing off. That's, with that's why I'm letting it grow in. Because I want them to see me and be like, she, she could ride in the truck. And I can. I'm going to get in the car with y'all. Listen. <laughs> is it a coupe de ville? <laughs> yeah, I don't care what it is. I'm getting in it. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 she, no, she said because they was, they was trending in the 90s, so they probably still drive Acura Legends. They got Acura yeah. Legends. So I'm, just, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. They got Nissan. Was it? They got uh. They got no. Nissan Maximus. They got Pathfinders. <laughs> <laughs> that part. You too old for me. Period. They got the Nissan Maximus that had the electronic seatbelt. That when you open the door, the seatbelt moved up and you closed it. With <laughs> that was on the team. And then they still put it behind their back. <laughs> and don't drive with it. And just drive reckless. Listen, <laughs> uh, I, had a Honda, I had a Honda that had the electronic seatbelts, but the, the, the driver door didn't open, and then the passenger window didn't roll down. Oh, that was my struggle vehicle. Listen, <laughs> but I got around. You better know uh -huh. I got around okay. Queens uh -huh. and parts of Brooklyn. Okay, in my bucket. Wait, real quick. Okay, wait, real quick. I know it ain't Thursday, but I got a throwback moment for the people. <laughs> Who oh, no. To my CBC family, Kiara, <laughs> yes, you remember, I don't know where we was coming from, but we ran into Charles, Andrew, Nick, and I, I forgot who else was with them. <laughs> and the walked the car and they were holding it in the back. <laughs> Did you say walk the car they was pushing it? No, 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 they was in the car. The bumper was in the, the car with them. The vehicle and Charles refused to let it go. So he had Andrew and Nick holding it in the back seat. I'm talking hugging. And he was like, y'all, we'll offer y'all a ride. But no, we're good, actually. <laughs> actually. The rest of the way. Because the way y'all looking in this car, girl, shout out to Charles. Ooh, if and social media was yeah, back around back then. Yeah, we I don't know who else was in the car. But shout out to our CBC fan. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, nah, we're good. We're actually going to pass on that. But, <laughs> ladies, tonight, let's get to the tea real quick. I do want to cover quite a bit tonight. And I want mm -hmm. you all, 
honest opinions and feedback and any encouragement we can throw in there because one of the things I learned this week at the conference is that some people can't handle everything that's happening in the news. It actually is anxiety inducing for them. So mm -hmm. they either stay off social media or they stay off the news. They don't watch the news because it literally causes people anxiety. And so I feel mm -hmm. like if we can offer a balance, like let's talk about it, but let's talk about how to deal with hearing things like that. Cause I don't want to be immune to hearing young black people being killed by police, being murdered by police. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to become immune to that. I want it to bother me every time. I want it to hurt every time. Mm -hmm. So, um, but let's offer a little bit more, you know, than just, than just our opinions tonight. So first, we're going to start off with this political exchange. <clears throat> Rusa. Now, Tiff, you and I had some exchange about this on Instagram. I was all up in the comments. I honestly, I can't. Can I have a moment with y'all real quick? I was in the comments looking for a fight. I know I gotta grow. Y'all gotta help me. I'm trying to grow. But I wish somebody would. Like I had a I was typing with the intent of I wish somebody would because I'm just that bothered. So let me tell you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the case in Philadelphia, um, where the judge dismissed the charges against the cop who gunned down Eddie Irizarry. I think it happened like back in August, and it's on film, they they have multiple angles of the murder and showed it was, they were approved to show it in court. Like they were clear to show the video and the judge still felt like there wasn't enough evidence to convict. Um, what's the loser's name? Uh, Mark Dial. There wasn't enough evidence to convict him. Now, we're all used to America's injustice system, right? This is not new to us. We, we can run off a list of names of black and brown men who have been murdered at the hands and of women men. and women and women but i think what irritates me most about this case is it's on tape like multiple there was no there was like no way to deny that he was legit murdered there was there was no threat there was no way that this officer feared for his life like there was nothing that said he did the right thing in this case and for the judge to throw it out of course philly's in an uproar and honestly no i'm not praying that they don't tear up the city sorry leave me off those prayer lists i'm not i'm not participating because <laughs> if they do what they do is what they do yeah. so i'm gonna come to you first key miss uh maverick mama i don't know if you've been following that story but what you do know about it weigh in like what what are your thoughts on that so I, I limit my amount of trauma that I intake, much like most of the people. I limit the amount of trauma I intake. And so I can't bring myself to watch another video of another brown person being gunned down by another police officer. But I will say this, Philadelphia is a red state, always has been. I'm sorry, Pennsylvania is a red okay. state. Mm -hmm. Philly is just a pocket, of, a pocket of brown sugar goodness in a very racist red state. Yeah. And so... And so seeing this right now, I know each judge has jurisdictions and you have to operate within your jurisdiction. Yeah. But Pennsylvania as a whole is a red state. And so I believe the judges or the people in the judicial system set yeah. on set in space, those are all red party people. And so uh -huh. unfortunately, this does not surprise me because yeah. Philly's not a blue state. So you got red people sitting in, in positions of power, which is what they were trying to do from Jump Street, right? Yeah. They were trying to distract us. And 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 for me, this is why I'm always like. Yeah, vote for the president, but pay attention to your local elections. Who's your alderman? Who's your council people? Who's in charge of the school? Who's the chancellor? Who's, who are the judges over your counties? You gotta pay attention to those. Those are the people. Because let me tell you something, unless an executive order is passed down from the president, they gonna do what they want. Come on. They gonna do Come whatever on. they want. 
Mm-hmm. So in a red state <clears throat> that is very, uh, very racist, anywhere outside of Philly, I lived in Philly and I've been outside of Philly and outside of Philly it's definitely sundown town situations. And so um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, this doesn't surprise me. Am I incensed? Am I outraged? Does it make me hold my son tighter? Does it make me hold my, ba- my little brown babies tighter? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I'm unfortunately not surprised at the injustice in our in our country. Um, we're the blueprint for well, us in South Africa are the blueprint for racism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so true. Thanks for that, Key. Whatever. What about you, Mel? Um, I'd be lying if I said I was. I would be lying if I said I expected a different verdict. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, because unfortunately, I mean, <clears throat> I, I would say for the last, you know, three years, but let's go all the way back to Rodney King. That was on tape too. Period. I mean, pretty much, pretty much every, all of the ones that have happened to some extent in the last two, three years have been recorded. Right. Some way, shape or form. All right. of them. Right. I'm like. They literally had a tape of um, and the sad part is so many. I you begin to forget who died how. Yeah. But, um, Eric Garner was the one that couldn't breathe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it was a whole was it like ten minute long video yeah. of y'all sitting on this man's neck. Yeah. So I mean, like it would matter. It doesn't matter the evidence or the proof, like. Yeah. They they pick and choose what they do and don't want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I feel like <laughs> I feel like if a cop walked in the courtroom and shot a black man in front of the judge, <laughs> they would still be like, "Well, maybe I don't I don't I feel like it would still." And I think the only way that that would probably come to pass is because you had a courtroom full of jurors and people, so you'd have to form some sort of justice, but. Right. Um, unfortunately, un- unless there is some insurmountable, irrefutable proof that says this man did not fear for his life as an officer or there was, it's going to always be the case, sadly. Um, and it's been proven. They've proven, they've proven to us repeatedly um, how much they don't value the right. lives people of color period and the more and unfortunately i feel like the more that this happens the more it's gonna happen yeah because they're telling you they're basically letting them know yeah like it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're on tape it doesn't matter if you're unrecorded it doesn't matter if they're witnesses none of that matters as long as the person that you are murdering is is a person of color it doesn't matter what you do Right. Um, and it's sad because it 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 it's it's even sadder because it doesn't just happen in red states. Yeah. It doesn't just happen in red states. It's sure it's, enough doesn't. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We don't we've given police officers a level of superiority that makes them unhuman. That part above the law it makes them above consequence it makes them above anything yep. and so 
unfortunately, like Tima said, I don't feel bad for what's going to happen to them. If we don't, if you do, if you do not pr- provide, protect, and serve the individuals in your community, yeah. and offer them a place to feel safe, right. then you cannot then be mad if they make themselves feel safe. You're not going to protect me. I'm going to protect myself. And so. I mean, listen, it happened after Rodney King and that's the the riots in LA and the riots and I mean, it happened it happened in um where's Motown? Detroit. Thank you. It happened in Detroit. I mean, it it happened in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago when they was in there tearing Atlanta up. Baltimore. Baltimore, I mean, it's happened. They don't they don't care cuz here's the thing, they don't care you will know why. Cause look, what's who? Whose neighborhoods are we tearing up? We're not going, and this is my problem. And sorry, I'm gonna stop after this. This is my problem, and my only problem with the riots and the reaction and responses. Could y'all go riot where they live? Cause y- here's the thing: the reason why they don't care behind these riots and these reactions is because you're rioting and reacting in your city, so you're tearing up the community that they don't care about. I bet you, if you took your behind over to the upper class and upper echelon and upper middle class neighborhoods and ride it over there, yeah, you might get a response. But they don't care that you're tearing up Philly or Atlanta. What? They don't care. You just te- you you're tearing up where you gotta live. So now you done burnt down the corner store. So now you can't get no groceries. You ain't hurting them. Yeah. You hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm Tiff. I'm gonna come to you in one second. One thing I want to say about that, and this is not to defend the violence or the recklessness that that comes as a result of our frustration and anger Mm -hmm. what i will say though to a degree in their defense is we get upset where we are where we hear the news and it is our reaction one of the things and and shout out to sweets rights tiara she talked a lot today about tantrums and how oftentimes tantrums are negative and tantrums are you know viewed as immaturity or um, our inability to regulate our emotions but it's actually the opposite it's the release of that emotion it's it's you know what i'm saying it's letting that stuff out you know um, my daughter and her classmates there in second grade when the teacher can't get them to calm down she has them shake the the you know she has to do all the shaking and moving to get the, the crazies out and get the funnies out and all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. so to me, that is the equivalent to like getting that rage out. Do I agree with us tearing up our neighborhoods? No. But at some what what else are we supposed to do? Organize going into those areas and being murdered even faster? Because like you said, they're not gonna tolerate that over there. So they 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 gonna gun us down even quicker, okay, and have no no justification whatsoever. So I agree with the peaceful demonstration. But at this point, I can't see how much more peaceful they're expecting people to be when we're seeing this over and over and over again. But I'm going to come to you, Tiff. Um, so in in the case of yet another BIPOC person being murdered by the police, the individuals who were supposed to protect and serve, um, no, I don't expect anything different than the outcomes that we continue to get. Um, I totally agree with what Kiara said about the fact that people only vote in the big elections, you know, so they do the president and then, you know, maybe they do their governor or whatever it is, but 
if you understand U.S. government and the system that was put in place of checks and balances, it's meant to be so that literally one cannot do something without a feedback from the other that is meant to keep them in check and keep them from going off the deep end. And it's clearly in place that people didn't pay attention because everything's turning red. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to the local elections, which is when judges are on the ballots, you have to pay attention. You have to know what this judge, what they stood for in their law career before they went to go and get nominated or, you know, put on the ballot to be a judge. What yeah. were they, what type of cases were they, were, were they on and what was their mission in doing these, you know, being on these cases? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as tearing everything up, I'm still going to say, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because it's going to be broadcasted on CNN and Fox and every other news channel. And what's going to come across is, see, this is how they act. They're savages. They're animals. They're, They're all of these negative things other than a community that is tired of having an oppressor on their neck. Literally killing them. And the fact that everything is so televised, everybody has a phone, you know, police officers, peace officers, you know, they wear the body cams and all this other stuff. The crime hasn't changed since they brought us over here. We're still being killed. It's just only televised because everybody has the equipment to be able to record and broadcast. Mm -hmm. So nothing's changed. Not even, I'm going to say, the frequency in which it happens. Because the truth be told, there was a point in time where Rodney King was 91, I want to say, where it made national news. These -hmm. things are barely blips on local stations now because they happen so often. The same way with gun violence. If they went live and went in depth in every time something of this caliber happened, we'd never have regular programming on television because all Mm -hmm. the anchors would do all day is spend time with breaking news of this horrific thing happening, which is why, as you started this by saying, a lot of people tune out of the news because it's just too traumatic for them to watch. It is. It definitely is. So I I think I, I think even though y'all are I love my sisters, y'all are brilliant. I disagree with the don't tear up the store the stores in our neighborhood because these stores are not our businesses. These are businesses y'all planted in our neighborhoods. Get out of my head, Kiara, but go ahead. These are businesses y'all planted in our neighborhoods. Y'all invited people from other countries, you gave them incentives, you refuse you redlined us. You refused to give us the finances to start our own business in our own neighborhoods. And when we did, you tore our businesses out the frame. Then you found people from another country. You placed them in our neighborhoods, gave them all the financial backing and all the all the all the all the approval of every financial financial institution in the area. And then they gouge us on the prices for things that we now have to travel outside the neighborhood to get burn it all down. Burn it all down. Burn down the corner store. Burn down the chicken spot. Burn down this little track. Burn down the rainbow. Burn it all to the ground. <laughs> burn it up. 
Listen, here's the thing. Do like, and if they're gonna do it, I feel like they should do it how they did it back in the riots back then when they when you had to mark your business as black mm-hmm. owned. And so you mm-hmm. skip the black because see right now they burn that they tend up everything. If you black owned or not, they used to have everything. So when I said don't tear up your neighborhood, I didn't necessarily mean those people. I meant mm-hmm. don't tear up your own stuff because we that just part. tearing up everything. everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. but you're tearing up your own stuff too. So it's like don't tear up the people mm-hmm. that's that you need to be around that reflect you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I don't know the difference between the black owned business and then the other people next door when it's in the strip mall or everything's connected. And listen, hear my heart. I, I am not saying that I think this is a good idea, but what I what I am saying is I am not at all going to be mad at that community for exercising their right to demonstrate. And if it gets a little ugly, like Kiara said, them ain't our businesses no way. And they don't care. Those very people don't seem to care when this continues to happen. Y'all don't mind making money in our community, but you are silent when things like this happen. No, I don't care if your business goes. I don't, and I know that probably sounds unfair and cruel, but I'm just keeping it a stat with y'all because my frustration is green is what makes the world go round not black or white like even even when it comes to that kind of stuff it's all about money so like we used to say the mantra hit him in the pocket tell that shit down i don't care Mm-mm. Yeah, that family is going home knowing that family. once again the injustice system has failed them. Go ahead, Kiara. What'd you say? I was saying until your advocacy, until your advocacy is loud as the cash register in your in the front of your store, I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. when because when when I'm swiping my card and y'all y'all watching me, y'all are watching me and my babies to see if we gonna steal these little these little ninety nine cent lip gloss. It's like we can't go to Amazon <laughs> and make our own lip gloss brand. Like chill yeah. out, yeah. chill yeah. out, yeah. Hot, Hashim and all of y'all. Chill, all of y'all, chill <laughs> out. Like, Not Hashim. Make your no, like it's, you it's good. Nah, they, it's for real. Mm-hmm. And the sad part I think is the problem with us as a community. Um, and then I guess it, I ain't gonna hold us some more. Team, you ready to move on? But I think no, fine, fine. the problem with us as a community, unlike other cultures and communities, is that we don't band together until this happens. Because everybody, when when all that stuff happened in the Black Lives Matter movement, everybody was all. And then as it became less quiet, everybody went back to that ain't my business. I ain't gonna do it. Ain't gonna do with me. I'm good. I'm fine. And I'm like, we don't, we don't operate as a community consistently. We operate as a community in times of trauma or grief or strife, but we don't move like this all the time. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it wasn't picture perfect, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, that was one of the reasons why some of the movements, it ain't all work, but while some of the movements and efforts of the civil rights movement worked the way it worked, because they came together in community and was like, nope, I don't care. We all gonna do this. And we when we when we get to this marker and we reach this benchmark, all right, now on to the next cause and we sticking together through the next one. It's like we stick together for one cause, and then once that one cause phases out, we all dissipate until the next yeah. uproar. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. we together that's why a lot of other communities get the things that they get and and get the things that they want done because they keep their foot on the neck and they band together like 
we as a community are not accepting this. And of course, I agree that as people of color, they make it a lot harder for us, whether we scream, shout or not. But we 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 too busy trying to tear the next black person down and pull them down and you can and well if you succeed and I can't instead of just saying guess what if we all put our thoughts minds efforts together something gotta give but they know they know in their mind that that's not something we do all right so Kiara you have the I need to say something face I'm gonna come to you and then Tiff I'm gonna come to you and then I'm I'm gonna drop my comments before we move to the next the next topic. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just, I'm, my wheels in my head are turning. I'm just, I'm listening to everything Mel is saying, and I have to agree. I think though, when I think about where the breakdown was, so one, if y'all, if y'all haven't seen they clone Tyrone, y'all gotta watch that. Join no, that's all right. I Listen, there's so many. I feel like, I feel like the beginning of us banding together would be a generational healing. I feel like, I feel like us and the Gen Xers, like the Gen Xers, the Gen Zers. What are we, millennials? Millennials, the, millennials, the Gen Xers. Yeah, yeah. We're the we're the not older inaugural. Listen here. Inaugural. The inaugural millennials. I feel like if the inaugural millennials, the Gen Xers, and the Gen Zers kind of just there, because there needs to be some sort of generational healing that needs to happen. Because mm-hmm. the Gen Xers were severely traumatized, mm-hmm. and the Gen Zers don't agree with how the Gen X and we're kind of caught in the middle trying to navigate the relationship between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be like a serious generational like powwow sit down because there there's there are levels of wisdom that's not being transmuted through our generation to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I so I feel like that that could be the beginning of like a lot of healing and change, because when you look at because the thing is, there were so many things there were so many things happening within the Gen X generation. Like we banded together, but there were still very, very many chinks in the armor within the black community. Like mm-hmm. the way, the way, the way black men had had been treating black women at Gen X and before that. Like a lot of that stuff. So so Gen Zers are seeing like a lot of the inner workings of what of what we did did as a community. And they're like, well, I'm abandoning all of it because mm-hmm. because you know what I mean? And it's like don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes, Paul mm-hmm. Paul had two families, one here and one across town. And yes, that was trash. Mm-hmm. However, can we just focus on keeping them off our necks and then we can address Paul Paul keeping his situation in his pants? Like, so there's <laughs> so many, there's so many multi, like, like there's such a, I feel like there's such a generational divide though. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like between mm-hmm. Black Wall Street and now it's like, ugh, yeah. Are, mm-hmm are very disjointed as a community in a way that, um, and, and I think that's part of American culture too. American mm-hmm. culture just boosts such rugged individualism in a way that no other culture, even when they come to America, that mm-hmm. rugged individualism, I'm my own person, we don't live in the same household, I'm 18, so I'm moving out, I have my mm-hmm. own thing. Like in other communities, they don't do that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. like you stay, in, as a woman, you stay in the house until you get married and they trying to get you married by the time you're 30, but you in this house until you're married. You don't get to go, like, they don't want you out in the world experiencing things on your own. There's this kind of communal, we take care of you until you, we mm-hmm. can pass someone else to take care of that um i feel like we just don't have as black people and of course that's the residual the residual slavery we're not going to act like chattel slavery didn't splinter us permanently Um, and so call a spade a spade however we are now responsible we're we're 400 and some odd years out of chattel slavery Mm -hmm. and those those mental and emotional and economical effects are very real i feel like this is probably the best time that we can bridge the gap um 
that that financial gap that's been so prevalent in our communities between us and them, now that we're, we're closing that gap, I feel like if we could just get focused while we're closing that gap, because we're focused on the hustle and the money, but if we could just get a little more focused on us while we close that gap, I feel like we could be a fist instead of just a hand of loose fingers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, did you have anything to add before I comment and then move on to our next topic? Um, I think here I pretty much summed it up that the reason that we are splintered is due to the post-slavery trauma that is within us. You know, there is trauma within all of our bodies as BIPOC women um, that we did not personally experience, but someone in our line did, which is why we show up the way that we show up. And then that goes across to each and every last other person who, who looks like us. And so unlearning and healing from things that we didn't personally experience while experiencing what we're experiencing as someone who is prone to hurt in their body. Um, if I'm in physical therapy for one part of my body that ails me and I injure another part of my body, I am now trying to mend two areas of my body that require different therapies at the same time in order to make myself whole. And then I turn around and I injure yet another part of my body. And that's what I, we are as a society. We are an injured body and we just don't know, or it's very difficult to get a consensus on what one injury we should focus on that will help us then move to the next one and to the next one and to the next one. Everybody thinks that they have the formula for how we should heal. And so, well, it's gonna be a long time to come until yeah. we can all agree on something. Cause there's yeah. just too many ideologies out there that say, this is how we fix it. Right, right. Yeah. One thing I definitely wanna comment cause I wanna bring balance to this and y'all know I'm big on accountability. Um, I think it's important that we do acknowledge the organizations that exist that are moving the needle, right? I know mass media is not going to broadcast those organizations that actually are bringing change, that actually are change agents, and that are causing disruption in local politics, and that are, you know what I'm saying, going back and forth and going to bat with local officials to say, no, this has to change and it has to change today. And so I really just want to acknowledge them because I know it's easy for us to speak on this grand scale because let's just keep it real, social media governs most of our awareness. We know what's going on because of the scroll. But if you go beyond that sometimes and you read some of these articles, you will see there are a number of organizations on the front line, boots on the ground, making things happen, bringing forth change. And so I really want us to be more accountable to advocate for those organizations. It's great to have an opinion because y'all know I'm full of them. But it's totally different when you get out there and say, actually, I'm going to be a part of this because I was reading this article where there's an increase in black male teachers this year. Did any of y'all see that anywhere on social media? Mm -hmm. No, but you, you get because that's not something they're going to share. They're not going to perpetuate that. They're going to hide that. They're going to subdue that. Let's smear that. Let's move that over there. It's not important to black community. But everybody's talking about you know, um, these big companies, State Street and, and what's it, BlackRock and all of them buying up all the single family homes in America and shutting down all the Airbnbs. And so all the Airbnb owners are pissed. Yeah, but did, did we see that the highest, what is it, 74.1% of children are being raised in two parent households? 
That is the highest it's been since the 90s. Did anyone see that article? No, because again, that's not the information. Mass media and the, the, the 1% that controls the world, they're not going to continue. So it's up to us to get out here and say, okay, where can I serve? Where can I advocate? Where can I get involved? How can I make change happen in my community? I was talking to a young lady. She doesn't even know who at our, we got, our daughters go to the same school. She didn't even know who the superintendent was. What you doing, sis? Why you don't know who's running this school system? Who's what? Yeah. So again, we got to bring it down. We want to talk about change on this level. Let's bring change on this level. Let's vote some of these judges who've been on these seats for 30 years and ain't did a damn thing for none of the communities we're in because we don't even know their names. Get them out. It is, it is time to retire the old regime. It's time to retire the old regime. It's time to retire the old regime and be more aware of those boots on the ground people and organizations that you were talking about and allow someone within those organizations to be placed on a path towards these judge these judge seatings and these city council member seatings and so on and so on because it it was something um a, a, I saw it and it was like, you know, like the Black Panthers, like the oldest one was probably like 25 years old. They were children. Mm -hmm. They were young adults with fresh ad with fresh ideas yeah. and were making change in their communities. And that's where it starts. You have to be the change that you want to see in your community. Right. And sometimes for us, as Kara was saying, you know, the Gen Xers and the millennials, the Gen it might be too late for us, but that doesn't mean we can't support that young one that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Somewhere amongst our children, amongst those young people that are up underneath us, is the next to be able to disrupt this whole system. We just have to nurture that baby and protect them from people like this officer who got away with doing what he did. Yeah, gotta do like what Tupac said. We might not change. I might not change the world, but I guarantee we are gonna spark the mind of the person that's gonna make the change. Yeah, that's yeah. who I thought of when y'all said Black Panther. That's who I thought of. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna have a documentary on Hulu, by the way. <laughs> I'm gonna hop in these comments real quick, and then we'll move on to our next glow report subject. Ooh, we got some love in the comments. Let me scroll back. <laughs> Sierra, aka Sweets Right, says, Hey ladies, hey. And then she's showing Key some love. She says, Hi, Kiara. <laughs> she said that was a horrible verdict. Indeed, it was. Absolutely. Daisha says, Yes, people don't vote during local elections. They think that doesn't matter, just major elections. And the local ones are the ones that matter most. Mm -hmm. The stat, those are the ones that affect us most. Um, let's see, Alicia Berry. Hi, Alicia. She says, I am a mother in her 50s. I have a whole different experience of what it used to be like. We as a community don't work together. We are getting there. I, I have to stay positive and hopeful that we are getting there. Thank uh, you, Alicia. Hey, beautiful. She says, I made it. Welcome. We are so happy to have you. So glad to see you. Thanks to everyone who is joining us live and those of you who will catch the replay. We appreciate the support. So um, one of the other topics we have is, or, or our umbrellas of topics, is social impact. 
let's talk about social impact. I'm going to try to cover as many as we can with the time that we have left. But the first one that I definitely want to talk about that's a huge issue for me is this lab meat. Oh, did y'all see that the lab meat has been approved? Okay, so here's the thing, y'all. It is clear. Not that there aren't 50 million other things that prove how clear it is that this country doesn't give an F about its citizens. This is probably the one that says, no, we really don't care if you die. Actually, we're hoping that you die. Eat this meat, right? Mm -hmm. The lab meat is moving it's it's eating pickles off the bun like this this is first of all i gave up meat years ago glory to god okay thank you jesus for the pescatarian lifestyle however being in a position where you know i have small children who love them some drive-through meals oh okay so yeah they've approved the lab meat y'all i don't know we gonna have to eat ice like i'm <laughs> no listen we just got to grow our own food. Everybody just look. We come together collectively. We always gonna get a little farmland. We gonna get our own little chickens, fish, whatever. We do something. We just gotta we gotta band together and just make get our own stuff. Cause listen. But even that, there are laws depending on where you live. They are changing laws on how you can grow and greenhouse your own food. Like that is out of the. There are so many restrictions, even with the seed. Even with purchasing seed, like I was like, I don't want to grow seedless grapes. Like, what does that even look like? There's so that's what I was about to say, Tima. We've been eating genetically modified food because it it only recently, I'm gonna tell you, it only recently connected in my head that if I am eating a piece of fruit that says it's seedless. It did not grow from where it came from. I'm eating seedless grapes, seedless watermelon, seedless, seedless, seedless. But where the hell did it grow? In the lab. So, so the seed has the, the the seed in the seedless grapes and the navel oranges and all these other, and they're delicious, by the way. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, they're delicious. We've been, eating, we've been eating the science experiments. We've been eating the science experiments. It's been trickled in to the fact that now, you know, it it is what it is now. It's the it's the meat. I'm I'm gonna tell you, it's it's gonna be hard for me. Like I, I love me some meat, and I'll probably be the damn fool to eat some some lab meat. Not know and be like, oh, this is so good. It's so we're not gonna let you. We're not. I'm gonna let Kiara Mel comment, and then I'm I'm gonna kind of shift this topic to another side or another perspective of why we're not gonna let you eat that meat. But go ahead, Mel. <laughs> no, I was just saying. Listen, I knew it was only a matter of time. I, this was a couple years ago, and I watched a video of them making lettuce, and it was and it was like a big pot of water, and they poured something in it and turned it and turned it, and, it turned and I was like. You just, you just, you just, like, I know the, I know the Bible, Jesus turned water into wine, but how did you turn water into lettuce? Like, I, I how did this happen? I'm, so I'm, I'm, listen, it's, it's quite disgusting. It's, it's quite, it's quite gross. Um, Kiara, what's your, what's your views on the lab meat? Ciao. Everything we, listen, earth is ghetto. We've already established that earth is ghetto okay 
and it's getting more ghetto by the day. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want, I don't want meat that could eat me. I don't want to eat something that could eat me. I don't know where this stuff came from. I don't eat seedless grapes. I don't even like watermelon. Don't judge me or take my black card. I don't like watermelon. It tastes like outside. I don't like cucumbers for the same reason. Okay. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't, I try, I try to stay away from anything seedless. My thought process is why y'all putting bands on the seeds? Like, so we can't grow on like, thank you. See, this is why I'm going to get a pass. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get up out of here. I had a conversation like this on a podcast two weeks ago and it was like, would you move out of the country? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I just need a couple. I already know how. I already know how how much money I, I plan on going to. I'm either going to Ghana, Nigeria, or Costa Rica, and I know what the foreign exchange rate is, so I know how much money I got to make to get a house before I get there. And there depending on which land, I, which place I land in, I already yeah. know if I'm gonna take a man with me or get one when I get there. Listen, I already established <laughs> this thing in my head. There's already a game plan, guys. There's already a game plan. I place. love it. I love your exit strategy. I'm here for it. It's, it's listen. so because listen, so, we definitely got to get Nick about the head because the dollar, the dollar ain't about to be nothing. It's poop. I was to say they voted to they they voted the U.S. currency out of like your money. Your money is as good as this tissue right now in, in these countries. Yeah. Like damn, yeah, it's not worth the paper it's printed on. I'm 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 honestly like I I've definitely lived a vegetarian like a a mildly vegetarian lifestyle. Um, my kids, you know, they love them some chicken nuggets. I, I told them, um, my son loved McDonald's chicken nuggets. I told, until I told him it was made of raccoon ankles and then he stopped eating them. Just that ankle, only the ankle with the rest of the foot and leg. The raccoon ankle and that's what made him stop eating the nuggets. He was like, I don't want no raccoon ankles. Yeah, amen. And so that's what made him stop eating the nuggets. But I just... It's it's I was already transitioning my family over to vegetarian and vegan stuff, and so this just puts the pedal to the floor because now you got to go out of the you have to go out of the country, you have to go out of the United States to get real food because you even in Canada you could never do this in Canada. Never. That little French man would shut everything down. You could <laughs> never. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what are they what are they trying to do here? So y'all don't so y'all want to kill all the black people and yeah. you want to feed us lab meat. And yeah. you want to grow fake lettuce? Are y'all do y'all just want to be like? What are we? Are you? Do you want robots? I'm confusion. What are we doing here? Mm -hmm. What are you trying to do to this country? It's it's yeah. literally like watching Elon destroy Twitter, but on a large on a large scale. <laughs> yes. yes, he's only charging y'all for that now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And Kiara, look, I told my daughter eating McDonald's chicken nuggets, her nose is gonna fall off. And she's like, <laughs> I said, girl, your nose is going to fall off. I tell everybody that. People are going to be like, I'm going to McDonald's, and your nose is going to fall off. Like, I can't. Listen. And like you said, I've been eating, you know, a pescatarian diet. Every now and again, my doctor will say, hey, you need more protein, have a piece of chicken, and I will, but now I will not, knowing <laughs> that, you know, this lab meat. And I think what bothers me most, this is where I want to kind of shift, Kiara, you just touched on it for just a few minutes. One of the things I was reading in an article, because y'all know I read articles every day, but it says that the FDA has has stood on what's called a no further questions designation. Meaning we can't even question what's the meat made of, what's in it, what what's the, nothing. That sounds like what your mother say because I said so. Come on, Ted, that's what I said. So literally they're saying because I said so, this is what y'all, these are your choices. And so again- Y'all want to eat what's for dinner or go to bed hungry. hungry. <laughs> so we need hungry. to some of these- bread 
companies, you know, these um, farm to table, black owned companies, they do exist. And a lot of them have had to jump through hoops to be able to grow organic fruits and vegetables with seeds, Tiff, like that are actual real right. fruits and vegetables. And so we need to keep them in business. So following this show, um, I'm going to post from the Diamond Rider page some of those farm to table black owned companies and i ask that y'all support them like start feeding your family real fruits and vegetables yes it is more expensive yes it is more costly but this is going to eventually save us because i i'm done like i am done like done with if they, if, if they need to if they need to know how to cook them fruits and vegetables, they can always go follow Tabitha Brown. She always got some delicious recipes. Listen. <laughs> them, them bacon carrot things, the, the, the carrot bacon. The carrot dump things is popping. I made it's some flat. the other day for breakfast. It's slap. Some banana pancakes, and I was blessed by it. I was like, okay. So, yeah. I feel like we've been eating so clone chicken for a while. We definitely have. Like I said, I, I, I probably, like, I ate the seedless grapes and the watermelon, all that stuff. Um, it was a couple of years ago, my husband and I, we we eat a lot of poultry. And so the chicken, the, the texture of the meat changed. We primarily do breast meat. Yeah. And it just, it, it didn't cut the same way. And then when it cooked, it just, and, and no, I know people say no matter how you cook breasts, they'll, they'll dry out. I disagree. You just don't know what you're doing. But yeah, it just was like when you were chewing, it was like this is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like I couldn't say anything else about it. I was like, this is this is interesting. So, like I said, I I am me. People that look like me, yeah, we done we already ate the lab meat and was like, this is interesting, but still ate the damn food. I'm sorry. Listen, we've been eating. Go Jewish people. I want to find a, find a kosher place. Find the Jewish people supermarkets and eat their chicken because they got they got really? stipulations. These international markets, like I said, I'm gonna drop a list on the Diamond Writer page. Tiara, you heard it here. I'm gonna have to work with you to get this generated. But I really <laughs> want one of the things that I've been in prayer about is I'm like God. I don't want to just inspire and influence people. I want to provide them tools to live better, to heal, and mm-hmm. live this life that I'm constantly encouraging and one it starts with leading by example right and then offering information and resources where they can actually do it because I mean we got a lot of inspiration all over social media but people are still dying every day from poor habits one of the things my dad been saying to me since I was a little girl he said you will die from overeating long before you die from fasting and so there's nothing wrong with turning down your plate until you can get your hands on some food that'll actually provide nourishment versus just pleasing your taste buds because I got work to do here on the earth and I need to live. I cannot be dying off of lab meat that bit me back. I can't. I just can't. Die, okay. I just can't. So that's all I wanted to say about that. For those of you who follow the Diamond Rider page, give us a couple of days. We will put provide these lists for those farm to table organizations. There's one here in Atlanta that I support. They actually deliver it to your front door. Um, so I'll put them on the list and a couple of others. But let's do better at taking care of ourselves. I mean, I love that we're in the gym. There's a real spike in physical wellness and mental wellness. But what's the point of doing either if we're all going to die from some meat that homeboy made? Okay, so let's let's talk about that. All right, so I want to move on because we only got a few minutes and I don't want to hold Kiara. Kiara got things to do. Nail got things to do and I'm supposed to be somewhere in a little bit. But the other thing I wanted to talk about that I believe falls under social impact is the SAG 
what's it called? The uh, the, the actors guild. Uh huh. And all the shows that have been canceled as a result. And let's just keep it a stack. Most of them are black shows. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it hurts. It really does. Like. I'm for it. If if there is unfair treatment, if there are unfair wages, if there are some conflicts in contracts and things that they need to work out, I'm here for the strike. But we are losing some really great shows, and I'm, it's hurting my heart. And one of the the two, or I'll say one, but the two that like really cut the deepest was uh, Run the World. Why y'all had to take them away? I love that show, and y'all don't even watch a lot of TV. Pregnant. The one that he is. The, the, the one with the black family. Come. So, well, listen. You knew that was coming because they listen. They elementary, and I, I'm gonna be. You said you were elementary. Don't make me throw my phone. Listen, listen, okay. you know, listen. I'm surprised Wonder Years lasted as long as it did because you know they don't like they they be up they be up in the in the in the tizzy when we turn white shows black. It was so good. I loved it. I'm just saying. I was surprised. I loved it. I was just shocked that they let it rock. As long yeah. as they did, because yeah. the minute you take something that was theirs, not like they don't take stuff that's ours all the time, but the minute <laughs> you take yeah, something that's quote unquote <laughs> theirs and yeah. spin it, yeah. they be ready to have. Listen, they was ready to protest, Little Mermaid. They did. Um, Go ahead, Tim. Well, according to the last news reports, and I need to hop over here. There was a tentative um, um, agreement that was on the table. And um, one of the biggest hangups, as we sit here and we talk about, you know, the lab meet and everything like that. One of the one of the major hangups was the use of artificial intelligence in writing and in roles. So this is like a whole the technology that we love. It's also the technology that is ruining us because it's over here in our plates and it's over here in our entertainment. And there used to be a point in time where it was like, you know, what jobs will be in the future that humans and that, that robots can't take from humans? And apparently there isn't any. There isn't a single thing on this earth that humans do that someone cannot create the technology to be able to do it for us instead of us. So um, I'm, I'm very disappointed that it took this long for an agreement to come, but I wholeheartedly support the fact that the writers and the actors um, stood their grounds when it came down to not only getting their credit for the work that they, and the content that they created, but to protect themselves from the machine literally like so i i get it um um i was very sad to see like some of our you know how you see people actors and actresses you see them all the time sometimes you don't remember their names i was very sad to see like some of them start posting like oh i got a check i got a residual check here it is 67 cents Mm -hmm. What the fuck you mail me a check for sixty seven cents for? Yeah, I'm just saying. It's it just it also it also goes to show the level of ignorance they want us to maintain because somehow shows like Love and Hip Hop, come on, and 
and basketball, real house, wives. basketball wives and real housewives and and real toenails of the South Pacific. Like <laughs> somehow these shows all survive. Of all of them. They all here. Not it's, even. it's unscripted reality. It's scripted, unscripted reality. <clears throat> In light of what Tiffany said with AI taking over everything and artificial intelligence everywhere, I just want to know which one. Uh oh, you froze. Oh no. I'm gonna fight a robot. I will fight you a said, robot. You, you froze. You said which one what? Right, go back. Which, what one, which one of us is gonna be John Connor when the robots take over? Because I'm gonna fight a robot, is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> I just want to know who I'm backing up right. in real life because right. it is, it's everywhere. Like, first of all, the fact that you think you can AI until you do right by me, you can never replace that moment with a robot. Are you kidding never. me? You can never. never replace Eat the Cake anime. You can't replace that with, <laughs> with, with, with AI. You yeah. cannot replace Jada Pinkett in Inkwell in AI, you can't replace King Kong. Ain't got nothing on me. Like, why would it? Who? Somebody said, "Child who never had friends is started this mess." I'm believing it. Someone said, "Child who never had friends in school decided they was gonna make robots to be their friends," and they said, "Now the rest of the world ain't gonna have friends just like me." That's what I think happened. We gotta face the repercussions of your little sad childhood. Cause you didn't want to go to therapy. You decided to make you a, a make you an army of friends, and now we all got to deal with the army of friends. The robots are taking over, and I just I'm preparing myself to be John Connor. One unless y'all unless nobody else steps up, I'm gonna be John Connor, and we just going we gonna fight the robots until they blow up the planet. Like yeah. you could be John Connor. Yeah. I'm gonna be Will Smith and I Robot. Who else gonna pick one? We just go. We just, we just gonna ban all the all the artificial intelligence warriors. We could just ban them all together. Yeah, because somebody, somebody got to save us. It's going. It's it's, and the offer on the table for 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 the for the thing. I thought it only include the writers and didn't include the actors. Am I correct on that? I think it's just the writers because it's the right. It was the writers' strike, but the actors are also supporting the writers because right. they next. Right. They're next. Right. Right. Yeah. It, 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 I'm like playing with AI anyway because I must have some strong features because whenever I do these little filters and stuff like that, they turn me into a man. So AI. <laughs> and is constantly trying to understand AI and, and um, uh, ML and all the other things that they're rolling out, regardless of how much AI replaces human jobs, there's still always someone in control. Mm. And the reason I say that is because there's still someone in control of humans. Humanity mm -hmm. is under control. We don't, you get what I'm saying? So this whole fear of, oh, the, the, the robots are going to overtake the humans, it's because they're going to be programmed to. It has nothing to do with them doing this on their own. This is their programming. As someone, again, who works in tech, I understand how it works. If the, if the programming is not in the motherboard, if it's not what's a part of the software, it's not going to operate. So it's no different than us. Let's control the masses through media. 
AI is going to be controlled in a similar way. What is that going to look like? I don't know. But think about it. We feel like provoking fear. They got these fake ass aliens, <laughs> alien sightings everywhere. Like, did you see, see the little ET babies they rolled out in Mexico talking about aliens are real? Do you get what I'm saying? And so what are they doing for those who are ignorant and those who don't know the Lord? And I, I said what I said, and I'm not apologizing for those who don't know Jesus, okay? They're panicking. But for those of us who know better, I'm like, look, until he cracked the sky, I'm good, okay? I am totally fine. And so I'm not freaked out by that. But again, when you think about Let's provoke fear. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's provoke panic. Let's say that the economy is crashing again. Let's talk about the downturn, economic downturn again. All of this is control. And so the same thing is going to happen with AI. I just don't know how, but it's going to be similar. So for those of us who know God, don't freak out. Like just, just stay in your words, stay on your face, stay in your prayer closet. It's, it's going to be whatever. But look, we over time. I do want to get a few more in. Y'all got some time to stick around and hang out for a little bit longer? All right, I got Jim. some minutes. Jims, how y'all feeling? Y'all going to stick around? Drop it in the comments. Drop some they gems out with us for a little they bit. They dropping diamonds. They still, they still here. I see our viewers. The numbers is going up, so they still I here. see y'all. Hey, Ivory. See all of y'all. Thank y'all so much for sticking around. All right, so we're going to tackle a couple more, and then we're going to let you go. I promise. Hey, Colleen, thank you for those diamonds, sis. Daisha, mm -hmm. Mac, we see you. Thank you so much. All right, ladies. Now, this is the one, <laughs> this is the one I'm going to try to keep my cut up to a minimum because I told the Lord I was going to work on my speech. I said, all right, God, I got to show my spiritual maturity by watching my mouth. Because <laughs> I suck at watching my mouth. Oh, Lord. You I'm already know. I'm about to know. Let me get centered while y'all speak. I'm going to get grounded while y'all speak. But look. Let's talk about popular culture. The first thing I want to tackle are these marriages. Now, let me just Hold on, Tim. Let me just drop this to say, because you know how people be trying to come for us in our DMs. Okay. Right. We are not judging anyone. I'm divorced. Actually, I think all so of us. That that's why I can talk about it. <laughs> we are <laughs> divorced. We have all had struggle relationships too. So we're yeah. not judging. The relationship the person we're just offering opinion and and some insight and some perspective and some feedback which we have the right to do on the hustle and shine show so please save your dms for yourself okay because i'm not gonna move this week all right dm your mom i want to talk about Remy ma and papoose i mm. want to talk about tiana taylor and iman that one actually hurt me to my heart mm -hmm. and i want to talk about jeezy and and genie mac mm -hmm. okay I'm gonna come to you first, Tiffany. As the resident married woman, you can pick any of those three couples or talk about all three of those couples. But woo, okay, yeah. Let me go ahead. You just talk. I'm gonna just get centered. All right, I'm gonna start with Tiana. Uh, uh, so Tiana Taylor came on her Instagram and she was like, "Don't come for Iman. That is still my best friend." And, it, and it is not infidelity that is the cause of this. And we are still the best of friends. And we are going to be awesome co-parents. And I'm going to say, that's how you handle an effing divorce. Period. That is how you handle an effing divorce. Period. Like, whatever it is, it ain't y'all business. Ain't nobody business. Okay. But, you know, when you're in the public and the... The, the relationship blooms in the public and it explodes in the public, 
you yeah. still have to, you know, navigate it. So yeah. I'm going to say I respect, I've always respected their relationship, but I respect how they're handling yeah. the, the dissolving of their marriage, yeah. you know? Um, so that, that's that there. Um, Jeannie seemed like, uh, Yeezy, Yeezy been for months contemplating and thinking about this divorce, and Jeannie was just on there talking, you know. Um, again, a relationship that started in the public and everything like that. Apparently, she wants to fight for her relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say maybe because she already has a divorce under her belt and everything like that, she wants to to fight and save this relationship. And I wish them the best. Like whatever, if if it's meant to be, if this relationship, if any of these relationships can be saved, then save them. You know, whatever. Um, yeah. Remy. Mm. Pat, Pat, Remy. <laughs> Get centered like me. Get grounded. Just. Ooh, yeah, that's the one. I. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. We don't know what happened behind the scenes. We know that man held you down while you did your bid. Cause that part. Mm -hmm. And I watched a little they 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 season their season on on Love and Hip Hop. Yes, I did. I watched it and she came out and she wanted to get back into um and performing and writing and rapping and he wanted to get married and like the big wedding and have the baby and they were navigating it like and rooting we were rooting for them yeah we were rooting for them yeah. because because we saw the ups and downs the highs and lows the blending of a family like he had a daughter she had a son like they were doing it um i'm gonna sum this up as saying marriage is hard as fuck like and when you have a high profile relationship like these, not only do you have the difficulties of navigating the relationship just as a relationship between the two of y'all, but y'all got everybody in your business. You can't sneeze and bless each other without somebody like, how he say that? Why she do it like that? Like mm -hmm. to live under a microscope and the pressure of all of that, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard as fuck. I am just I, like Remy. They said give her back to the streets. <laughs> Listen, this is hard. Kiara, I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see me lean back? It's about to be on. What? First of all, okay, let's start with Jeannie and, and Jeezy. Bruh, I don't know what made you jump across the water to holler at Jeannie, okay? She was, she was, <laughs> I don't know what made you do that. And I'm not saying I don't, I don't do interracial relationships. Listen, love who you love. But Jeannie Ma has proven to be 17 sandwiches short of a picnic. And you still hopped your happy self over there and dated that girl. She was with that man for years and he wanted a baby. And she told that man, no, I was mad when she broke the white boy's heart to get with you. I said, Jeezy, of all the men you could date, you chose Jeezy? You might as well have dated Little Wayne. No shade to either of them. I'm just saying, you chose 
You chose niggas. You chose a nigger today. Okay, you wanted to jump on. Okay, okay, Jeannie. If you think you can rock with, I mean, like a like a like a like a like a wing finger licking, hand out the car, step ride riding on twenties. That's the kind of negro you chose, Jeannie. And y'all ain't say you're from Vietnam, Jeannie. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, you chose. That's what you chose, Jeannie. You made a baby with Jeezy, and then Jeezy showed that he was a dominant back sun rooftop digging in the scene and now you surprised because he is being that which he was that which he came from so what you're seeing is the product of where he came from i don't know what to tell you genie i would say collect your coinage make sure the man pay child support and save your dignity because if you fight this on social media over this marriage he finna embarrass you and your mama and your cousin too count your losses genie you got a show to protect and a reputation to uphold. Hold on to what's left, sis, because we was already looking at you sideways when you said the devil's going to be your man. Now, when it comes to Iman and uh, Iman and Tiana, I like the way they handle it. They started off as friends, and so they're ending as friends. I don't know the parameters. I don't know why they're breaking up. I'm sad to know that they're breaking up because I looked at them as a power couple. Iman is a solid, like, emotionally intelligent individual, yeah, yeah. and so is Tiana. So to see them part ways, I'm just kind of like, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if y'all if y'all can leave amicably and because see the thing is this don't feel like at the end. Even though they saying they breaking up, it may it don't feel like it's full fledged the end. But but time will tell. We shall see. Right. right. They said divorce. Eminence. <laughs> what is a ham sandwich? You cheated on Papoose with the great value version of Papoose, and then you ain't even denying it, girl. Amazing MC. Let's talk about his career. How he put his whole career on hold. He is a phenomenal MC. Mm -hmm. And somebody who loves MCs, that man said, I'm going I'm to slide my career to the side. He saw you in your jail braids, Remy. Girl, girl, girl. We all want niggas. Sorry. We all want men who see us in our jail braids and grease our scalp. And you, all right. Let me go on and play with my phone. <laughs> I ain't never had a man visit me in jail, is what I'm saying. I ain't never had a man greet my scout. you in jail. Wait, nah, we'll talk about it offline, okay? <laughs> this girl about to make me spit one out my nose. Can I just say, can I just say to Tima that I'm very mad that you didn't let me go before you let go? <laughs> I don't want to follow her now. Okay. Ciao. Reminisce, why would you do this? You just made a monster. You turned a good man and you made him into a monster. He's going to be mean now. Oh God, I'm sorry. That's You dated, you dated, you know, you know, y'all ever watched that movie Gremlins? Yeah. You remember when Gremlins had Gizmo and he was cute? He was just a cute little thing. She and said he had on the spike. <laughs> water on him. Yeah. And then he popped all the little things popped out. It's like you took papoose and you poured water on him. And then the little, little papoose popped out. And then you fed that little thing after midnight. And then this ugly little thing came out. And then you decided I was going to leave. I was going to leave this, this thing. That's what happened. 
You left this boat for the gremlin. What the fuck was you running? Oh, my heart. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great episode of Hustling. Oh, my God. I'm oh, when I tell you that box is probably flooded because everybody's shooting they shot. You Not me, because I'm happily married. Kiara, I don't want to go here. Go ahead, Mel. No, that's not fair. You should let me go first. No. Like I don't, I don't want to go after Kiara. She should have been last. Right. Like, oh, I don't yeah. even know why Tima set up. When she set you up, she let you go, Tim. She set me up. Oh, Thank you, so. Hey. Kiara, um, I'm legit. I don't even want to say nothing right now. Like, I think you should. Somebody needs to have some sense. I got, I, I got a bunch of stuff to say, but I ain't saying nothing else. I'm going to keep my mouth closed. Like, what? Who wants to go She's going to be on to fix my life. Like, right. I don't even know what to say. I think, well, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say, I think the starting from your last comment, going backwards to the other three, the other two, I think the part that irritated me the most is. I watched the documentaries and the interviews and the videos and the love story and the my love and the black love and all of love. And this man literally served you and held you down in a way that we have never seen happen publicly. Not saying that men like that do not exist, but we have never seen it at this level publicly. And I remember when he was talking about the bus to Rikers is full of women to the, ma to the male prison, full of women. But going to the female prison, it was like him, the driver, and somebody mama. No men. Mm -hmm. So that right there is a lesson for you ladies. If you do a bid and you get locked up and you in trouble, if that don't get on that bus to come see you, he ain't the one. But yet this man did this. He didn't make a move in that household without calling her first. He included mm -hmm. her in every decision. He is literally the prototype of what many of us say we want. Mm -hmm. You got the nerve to cheat on him with the the no frills, as we call it in New York, the no frills no version. The white box with the black stripe. rapper, like who's still doing that? Like in real life, like what? In real life. What? So yeah, we a little dis. No, we a lot of disappointed and hurt. And like you said, we don't know the backstory. We don't know what may have happened. Maybe he's exhausted because I know it get tired being that great to a person who ain't reciprocating. We don't know. I don't want to assume. I don't want to fill in the gaps myself. But how you look to us, sis, is dead wrong. From what we do know, you look absolutely wrong. And your man don't look like he could take a punch. So if I were you, you look harder than him. Don't let him lean back. Don't let him. I'm just saying because it ain't going to work. So that's all I wanted to say about them. Um, Iman and, and Tiana, oh God, they are literally one of the most beautiful couples I think I've ever seen. They are gorgeous together. Their children is gorgeous. Their family is gorgeous. And like you said, I just applaud them for the maturity. And I love how she was like, hold up, what y'all not about to do is come mm -hmm. for me. It's going to be a no for me. There was no infidelity, no cheating. And I really do pray that their co-parenting you know, at some point, maybe bring them back to reconciliation because I was inspired looking at their love story. Not that they have to be together for me, but if y'all wouldn't mind, like I would love. Examples of black love, because clearly the examples we got are terrible. Uh, but no, seriously, I absolutely love them. I've been checking her page every few days. You know, she's staying low key. She's focusing on you know being what her children need. And again. It's amazing to see because we have all of these loving hip hop body females 
that go back and forth with the person and they reckless and they got the kids involved and they got the in-laws involved. So if they can't be the example of black love for us, they can be the example of amicable divorce for us, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll take it because we don't have no examples of that. We don't really have a lot of relationships that just didn't work out. People went their separate ways and it stayed positive. Like it always becomes so nasty and media really influences that. Mm -hmm. So really, really grateful for them and their maturity and their, that to me is like genuine love. That's what love looks like. Mm -hmm. Now, easy and <laughs> so sis don't want to let the marriage go and i actually the accountability warrior in me i'm kind of like okay sis like i respect that because she's like no mm -mm, I'm, I'm not signing i'm contesting i don't want to let go i want to work on this i want my family and she literally said that in a recent response to you know i don't know if it was a media outlet or a blog or what but she said no i want my family i'm willing to fight for my family and oftentimes women that's not our response we, we let our ego and our pride and our feelings have us saying dumb sh in media, <laughs> Kiki Palm, um, because we'd rather hold on to our pride and our image than our families. And so I actually respect her, but Jeezy's like, it's a no for me. Like, he's like, I want custody of my kid. We gonna enforce the prenup, I'm out. So the recent rumors is that she cheated on him with Mario. Is that true? Y'all know if that's true? Like, Mario the singer? What's the no Mario the the, uh, the, the, the correspondent? Oh, what's his last name? Yeah, this is Mario Lopez. I don't know. Yes, I don't she know. Cheated, she cheated on Jeezy with Slater, <laughs> right? With Slater. <laughs> this is what I read. I don't know how Slater. So yeah, so that, those those are my two cents on those relationships. I'm sending good vibes to all of them because breakups are not easy. Y'all know my breakup. I ain't no celebrity, but my my savage journey was super public. So it's really hard to get through it. And so I I really just hope that Remy makes better decisions. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, Tima, when when you were here in New York, we were you know we were on the rooftop, we were sipping cocktails, and and we were talking about relationships, and I said that. The 100% reason that relationships, marriages fall apart is because of growth. Someone outgrew something in the relationship. That's so good. If it's finances, we both in here wilding, kiki, having fun, YOLO, and then one of us wakes up one day and realizes we need to save, we need to spend more responsibly, we need to say... And, growth somebody grew up somebody um outgrew someone mentally and like i'm on this healing journey and you know i am trying to become a better person and you want to stay here growth <clears throat> what i'm going to say in these three relationships that we're talking about is someone within the relationship grew whether it was for the better or for the worse, that's yet to be seen. But growth hurts. It's uncomfortable. And unfortunately, these six individuals, their growth is playing out for the world to see. Mm. That's so good. That's so good. Now, are you ready? No, but I'm going to go. <laughs> um, all right. So... 
<laughs> Next time I'll be serious. I promise. Next time I'll just Jeezy, be serious. I won't cry. No, no, no. <laughs> but all right. So Jeezy and Ogre. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say. I, I'm like Kiara. I was like, what? When it first happened, I was like, what we doing? And why? Mm -hmm. And okay. And I was like, so when it happened, I was like, oh, that lasted longer than I thought. And that's not even being shady. Like, that was just being real tough. Like, I was like, well, that lasted longer than I thought. So, okay. <laughs> um, I agree that sis needs to, like, I commend her for wanting to hold on to her family and, and work that out. But the song said you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. So you got to let that go. That man said he don't want you. <laughs> And, and there was a saying that says, don't let a man have to tell you he don't want you more than once. Mm. He not only, hold up, not only did he tell you, he told the world <laughs> that he don't want you. Yeah. Be an example for your child. Yeah. And don't ever let him, like, don't let a man disrespect you like that and then you grovel. Jeez, let that go. So that's my comment on that. <laughs> Behave. Iman, um, Iman and Tiana, like, it hurt, but I like, I don't feel like it's all the way over. Like, I feel like she said we're separated. She didn't say we filing for divorce. That's true. That's so true. this may just be a moment of, let's go over here, yeah. figure some things out. I don't, I'm hoping that it's not, but if it is, I do commend them for her, for how, both of them for how they're handling it. And really, because at the end of the day, I think what people forget when you go through like divorce like that is like, you love this person at some point so much so that you are willing to commit your life to them. Right. And so, <clears throat> granted, people do stuff, you get hurt. But I'm like, at some point, you looked at this person and said, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Right. Don't let what happened now and all the stuff make you just like act like you know it was you made the decision nobody held the gun to your head so you saw something in them at some point right. things changed understood people grow apart but so i commend them for that i got one, this last couple and then i got a comment to the trolls but so to remy mind pebbles i'm gonna be honest so i i was i was on remy's side for a little minute in the beginning hold on wait wait in the beginning when it was first, they were when it was speculations, and they were going off of these speculations just off of a photo. Okay. And she was like, "No, it's not." So at that time, I was like, "You know what? Damn! Like she's a female MC rapper. He's an upcoming trying to do whatever." I was like, "Damn, she can't like mentor some other like you know what I'm saying? Like females get it's such a double standard, like." Dudes be out in clubs, strip clubs, did it all the time, and it's never an automatic assumption. They say, oh, that's what dudes do. But, like, the minute a female who's married is seen with another dude, automatically, that has to be what's happening. Right. Now, unfortunately, she has not proven that to be true. So, I, and again, I'll be honest. I missed where it is now because I, I, I don't be on it too much. So. The last comments I saw was when she was denying it and saying, no, it's not that, it's not that, da, da, da. I was not, I didn't realize that that shifted and now it's been proven. And so now it's like, damn, Remy, like. She was on a date with Remy. I was trying to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was trying to really be like, come on, like not just a female out with a dude don't have to mean that. And you just made me out to be a liar. 
So, <laughs> um, it yeah. I don't. I can't speak on it too. Tough. I don't know what happened. So we don't. None of us know what happened. But it's like Remy. It's it's. it's, it's I saw him do a battle rap. It's women out here. Like the gremlin did a battle rap, and then the, the gremlin <laughs> did a battle rap. And in the battle rap, the gremlin said he's still with her. Oh, who's so the battle raps? Damn. Yeah, he, she, she, she left an artist for a battle rapper. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but then she don't realize he clout chasing. Listen, I listen. I don't know the full deep. I'm hoping that it's, I just really pray that Remy did not play herself. Really, like I'm like you've come so much far. Like you literally went all the way up here, and then like literally fell, fell right back to the bottom of the gutters of the Bronx. Like, bro, like we went. They we went said give her back to the streets, and I mean, listen, I don't. She know. had like, to be all types of clowns in Nicki Minaj's next. All types. Tiff, I said Nicki is going to come so hard. I actually am waiting. Like, let's go, Nicki. Let's go, Nikki. We already know she don't have something to say about Because you left a word engineer for a battle rapper. You left a lyrical, like, gee, I mean, the way this dude rhymes, like, you left excellence for just might make it, maybe a little bit. He trying. Like, you left him for the little rapper that could. I am I am one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. <laughs> but I do have a comment though for a lot of people. The, the the trolls in the comments that have been had a lot to say about like all the marriages, like about the marriages themselves. Yeah. Here's my thing. So many people got a lot to say. And I mean, we're talking in the podcast and we're talking about our opinions, but so many people have just been so on all three of them, like real super like judgmental dogging and i'm like listen especially for them both men and women ain't nobody ever thought about putting a ring on your finger anybody ever wanted you to have a last name anybody ever thought about spending two weeks with you must last the rest of their life y'all got a lot to say for a road that ain't nobody even want to be in the passenger seat much less drive you down mm-hmm. like zip it because you have no idea you have no concept no idea what it takes to be a husband or a wife, much less a girlfriend. You are a, you've been a lifetime side nigga or side chick. So you have zero commentary on what it takes to get married, be married, and or stay married, and what someone goes through in the process of having to end or leave a marriage. So until somebody sees enough in you to want to give you a four-course meal, much less their last name. <laughs> like hush cause yeah. half of y'all baby daddies don't talk to y'all much less a husband oh my god what I'm just saying I had to say it cause it made me upset cause I was just like yeah. like yeah. I had to it was just like y'all doing so much and I'm like half of y'all got four baby daddies and you had three kids with him. He still left you. Like, and never put a ring on it. And same thing for the dudes. Like, 
half of y'all done ran through so many chicks and now you can't call her because your number block. So I'm just saying, please stop. Y'all got so much to say about these people's real lives and real magic. And I understand that celebrities, you put your life on front street, but they're humans. They go through life. People get divorced, separated, and break up every day for a whole slew list of reasons. And the last thing anybody needs when you go through something like that is somebody else with their non-judgmental having ass that has no idea what it looks like to come home to somebody other than your empty refrigerator and your eviction notice. Please be quiet. Ooh. Damn. You up all day Look, she chose violence tonight. Look, I mean, I know I'm having the pain on all three relationships, but this is my show. I can do what I want on here. No, I'm kidding. But um, somebody said something in the they comments. Awesome. I, I didn't see who it was, but something about how Papoose ain't been an artist for years. Just saying. No, true story. That's because he chose his family. That's because he chose to be a loyal husband and father. But he can come back at any time because guess what? He has talent, not a gimmick. Most of these whack rappers now all have gimmick and they're trendy. So they're not going to be having long-term careers like people like Papoos and LL and a couple of other actual lyrical talent. So I'm going to just say that, look, you are entitled to your opinion, but here on the Hustle and Shine show, I get to respond to your opinion and I'm letting you know that he's actually a talented artist. So he can come back at any time because people who enjoy talent will go and support him. People who enjoy trendy folks, those are the folks that y'all listen to. So yeah, just wanted to say that. All right. I'm, so I'm gonna add to your comment real quick. Long show, go ahead. I'm gonna add to your comment quick. He hasn't been an artist, but um, for those who that don't know, you make way more money being a writer and he has been doing that. So he's been just behind just writing, producing, yeah. He's been a creative, um, he's he's been doing creative work for certain artists. So again, we always assume when we don't see someone on front street that they fell off or they're no longer in the industry. Same thing with Chameleonaire. People don't even know Chameleonaire has been an angel investor in the tech space for the last 15 years. Dude got bank, okay, his money long. But because y'all don't see him on tracks and on videos and on you know what I'm saying? Different people, artists. Y'all think he broke and fell off? No. The dude, he making real money now. He, he, King he Cooper cutting them checks. Money. You hear what I'm saying to you? King Cooper is cutting them checks. Listen, listen to it. Okay? So I've been trying to tell people, like, please watch how you, unless you do your research, do not form an opinion until you really understand what the person's doing. Because Stop talking things you don't know. He mm. living well. He's living very well. Okay. All right. So look, ladies, I had so much fun. I wish we had more time to cover some of these other topics, but we got a glow report every single month for the gems. Thank y'all so much for sticking with us till well after 930. We so appreciate it. Kiara, as always, you made me laugh, honey. Okay. I love your energy. I love, I love your perspective. And we certainly look forward to having you back here again. Of course, y'all already know what it is. Until next time, and ladies won't even have time for a final thought. But until next time, continue to hustle. Hustle and shine. Good night, folks. Good night. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.